Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I would be Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak in DFW. And I, of course, would be joined by my co-host and former Dallas Cowboy and a man who, how long ago was it now? The last guy to actually beat this damn 49er team, I think. That would be former Cowboy wide receiver Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. It is 49 a week for the Cowboys, and uh, this is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Football is here. We're loving it. Bet Online is your number one source for information for all your sports wagering info, all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, matchup breakdowns, latest odds, spreads, totals for NH for the NFL, college football. It's all right there at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on stats, news, and odds. They'll take you all the way through college football playoff and the Super Bowl. Best football promotions and contest availability anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. You get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's online where the game starts. Hi, Jesse. What's up, brother? What's going on? None. Just getting ready to smack around the San Francisco 49ers. Win by 100. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got a real... You stole your own jersey or do they let you keep your own jersey? You know, you pay for your own jersey. <laughs> you have to buy your own damn jersey? Every single one of them. Every so just behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. Every time you see it, so if you have any family members that play in the National Football League, any friends that play in the National Football League, any boyfriends, any side pieces, whatever, and you ask them for a jersey, that is three hundred and fifty dollars that will be deducted from their check for every single jersey that that they are given um, outside of the one that they actually play in. And if they give that one away, of course you have to order a new one alter it, tailor it to fit to your liking and your custom, that will cost you as well. So there's no free jersey that people get in the National Football League. That's Chef dumb. Chef why? That's, that's dumb. League said, I'm not going to give you hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions and millions of dollars and give you free stuff. We have to Okay, that's we fair have point. We have to pay for tickets. We get two free. Anything after that, we have to pay for tickets, home or away. We have to pay for all your jerseys. Um, the one thing that you do get free is a sponsor thing is your gloves or your cleats. Whoever is the sponsor for that, you know, for whatever the team, whatever the league has for that year, you can always, I think it's Nike now, but you can always get Nike gloves and cleats. But anything outside of that, if you have a deal with that team, that, that, that particular brand, then they'll send you stuff. But they're not giving you hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars and then going to give you extra free stuff. That, but that's usually how the world works. Yeah. The more, the more rich and famous you are, the more you get free stuff. There are some organizations, believe it or not, not the Dallas Cowboys, uh, that make you pay for like eating breakfast at the training table. Oh, yeah. Or like lunch or dinner like at the training table. I, that was unheard of. when I, That was un, un, unimaginable when I heard of it. Um, the Cowboys aren't that way. They, they, they serve the best food, even to the media. And they give you free meals. Yeah, I would have to. I would steal the food because I never knew if I was allowed to have the food, but I knew my way around the star, and so I would kind of steal. It was easier to steal at Valley Ranch back in the day because it oh. was just it was smaller and the hallways were shorter, and you could yeah. get in and out real quick. If you want to steal food at the star, you have to walk across the giant expanse Lunch. room yeah. and yeah. hope that one of the sixty people there eating don't have anything to say to you. It's a lot tougher at Valley Ranch. You could just. Pew, pew, 
in and out. <laughs> you just elbow Monty Kiffin out of the way. Excuse me, Monty, when you were out of there. Now it's tough. All right, it's 49er week. This is the week everybody's been waiting for, Jesse Holly. This is the one. If yes. you win, if you win, some people will be like, all right, here we go. And if you and some people will still be like, doesn't matter, not the playoffs. But if they lose, everybody will be like, see, you still can't beat them. Uh, so it's a big, I'm sure it's big in the locker room. It's going to be huge for fan perception, I think, because ultimately what matters for the Cowboys season is what happens if you play these guys later. But this is a nice little measuring stick. This is a good one. Yeah, man, it's, this is this is a test of the wills, honestly. Um, I've said this in training camp. I believe that the Cowboys, when you look at – if you if if I took off – I don't know how I would do this, but if I just played an audio of the game and took off every time they said the name, you wouldn't know whether you were watching Cowboys or Niners. Like, that's how similar they are built um, in teams. And if you go down man for man throughout this roster, you know, it's kind of like, okay, uh, Okay, we'll give one there. We'll give one here. It's a very, very, very balanced um, football team. They look exactly like the Cowboys look. And it's going to be – here's just my whole synopsis of it all. It will have nothing to do with talent. It will have nothing to do with scheme. This game will come down to what it's always come down to. It's the turnovers and who can be more physical. This is, this, this is, this is about man right here. This is drop your nuts game. This is the drop your nuts game right here. I don't know if I can say that I don't believe, but here we are. This is the game where you have to drop your nuts and you have to you have to be willing to punch and beat the bully up that has bullied you for the last two games in two years. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously the line of scrimmage is really important in all of the football games. Uh, I think that this game is – I think it comes down to a lot of individual matchups, which can all add up to how physical are you. But I do think a big part of it is, can you find the weakness on San Francisco and can you exploit it? Because I've found it, and most teams know who to throw at on San Francisco, and I know who to throw at on San Francisco. So I would like to see 15 to 20 targets at Mr. Lenore out on that side. Yeah. On that side. But the, they, but the Niners, I call their defense, they, they're they their percentage defense. They play their percentages, right? They don't do anything fancy up front. They don't do anything fancy up front. They, they'll do a little tackle in twist. They're not bringing pressure. They're not bringing guys off the edge. They're not trying to create these exotic looks. You know what they're going to be in. They're going to be in their base, 4-3 defense. You're going to see Fred Warner and Greenlaw, and they're going to say, hey, you four guys up front, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, uh, Nick Bosa, and uh, who else am I missing? Drake Jackson now. Yeah, whoever it is. They're gonna say, hey, guys, we're, we're going to create – one of those guys going to line up in a wide nine to kind of make you that – have to come out a little bit more – Hey, we're going to create these one-on-one matchups. Win, and the defense says we're you. We're going to be either a cover one, a cover three, or a cover two, and we're going to just say, here, here, you may win, you may beat Lenore once, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna say the next time you take a shot at Lenore, Nick Bosa gets you. The next time Hargrave gets you. The next time, so they're saying if you have a twelve-play drive, they're looking at you can't do it consistently enough the right way before we do it consistently enough the right way, and we're going to win that way. They just play the percentages. And it's worked. It's worked because guess what? Lenore's been out there. They made plays. Puka Nakua had 17,000 catches on him. <laughs> you know, I mean, guys have gotten – guys have had days on this secondary. But at the end of the day, they've come up short in all of these games, the opposing team, because the defense just goes, okay, that's fine. You got to play. You got two plays. But guess what? We're coming. 
And we're going to figure this thing out. And you're going to make more mistakes than we do because we are more disciplined. We are more consistent. We are more dominant in the areas we need to be dominant than you are. And that's how I look at that they, they've played this season. Percentage. Yeah, and then I think you turn it around, and as you've said, these teams are really similar because the Cowboys are going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> Where it's like, sure, congrats, you completed a pass, you get eleven more in there, or yeah, that's what I'm saying, because you know, we're going to make it. We're going to make a tackle for loss on your next run play. We're going to sack your quarterback on the next play. You, I hope you've got a way to do this twelve times in a row. And so it's two defenses that are going to make you earn it. That are really good at pass rushing. And it is two offenses that are really efficient and really good at moving the football. Uh, 49ers have been better at scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's two very, very similar teams. The biggest difference for me from the teams that the Cowboys could not beat is that now the Cowboys actually have enough options to get the ball to that they can score more than 12 points, and I think they will. Uh, and that gives you a shot to be on more equal footing because they damn sure got weapons too. Your weapons are very different. But the 49ers damn sure got them too. Yep. And, and, and on offense, that's what they're going to give you. They're going to say, okay, uh, because they stopped um, McCaffrey's, uh, uh, I'm about to say easy edge boy, but they stopped Christian McCaffrey the last time they played. I think he had like 50 something yards rushing the last time that they played. Um, he had a big touchdown run at the end of that playoff game, but like you didn't lose to the 49ers in the playoffs because they ran it down your throat. You lost because right. you couldn't score more than 19 points. Brandon Ayuk didn't beat you. Uh, Debo Samuel didn't beat you. George Kittle had, I think, five for 95. I think he's five for five for 95 yards. He was the one who had the big day. But, again, if their defense plays the percentages, their offense just – just they just out-athlete you. And they're going to say, you don't have enough to stop everybody every down. Okay, you stop AZ Ed. Uh, easy edge boy, that's fine. We're going to – and who, to me, is the extreme X factor in this game is Brandon Ayuk. That, that's the – if there's anybody that I'm worried about, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk has 17 catches this year that even been the first kind of touchdowns. That's it. That's the one who That's the one who I'm afraid of, Brandon Ayuk. But, hey, stop Christian McCaffrey, cool. We'll go to Debo Samuels. Oh, you stop Debo Samuels, cool. We'll go to Brandon Ayuk. You stop Brandon Ayuk, cool. Then we got George Kittle. Oh, you want to stop George Kittle too? Oh, by the way, we got this fullback uh, named – uh, Kyle Uchek, and he, he can run it, he can block, and he catch balls out the backfield, catch them over the middle. So that they just go, we're just gonna, we're gonna outnumber you. We're we're gonna figure out a way to find your weakest link on defense, and we're gonna set up a guy because our play caller is really good at what he does, and we're gonna find where your weak link is, and then we're gonna put one of our guys there, and we're gonna make just timely plays on you throughout the course of the game. I love what the 49ers have with the offensive weapons because it, like. I don't know. Ayuk, I guess. No, Ayuk coming out of college definitely this did apply to. Like what they did is they were like, find me the guys who are the best after the catch. The Dolphins are like, hey, find me the guys that run the fastest. And the 49ers went, find me the guys that are just hell on wheels after the catch. Because Ayuk, I don't think has totally been that in the league, but in college he was. Like he just took slants to the house. Yeah, but this he year looked, he's been the complete opposite. Like he Yeah, has, he's got no yak. He he's, no their, yak. he's their down the field guy. <laughs> He's probably it's probably because they're all touchdowns and first downs. There's nowhere to go. Like he's toe tapping or he's come back in or he's in the end zone. But like that that is their thing. It's like you got to tackle Debo Samuel and the next play you got to tackle George Kittle. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about this. Suddenly Christian McCaffrey is tough. Like he's smashing people. <laughs> like they they're tough, man. They're yeah. tough. They're tough. Yeah. And you know, and I think the Cowboys. I would feel if there's ever a time, and I know I'm kind of like 
talking out of both sides of my mouth because I've, I've talked very, very highly of Deron Bland uh, and what he's able to do. Uh, and he did it last week. But there was ever a time I might miss Trayvon Diggs. I just might miss him. This Sunday might be the time. <laughs> this yeah. Sunday might be the time. I would love – let me think about my matchups. Not that NFL teams really do this. I would. I'm crazy. I'd be like, hold on, who matches up well against who? Uh, Diggs on yeah. – I guess Debo? Because Ayuk's a route runner. Yeah. And route runners would make Diggs go do some guessing stuff. I, I might like Bland against Ayuk more than I would like Diggs against Ayuk because I think he's just more steady. Like, he ain't – he has 9,000 interceptions. I would like Diggs because I like having good football players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I would like him. Uh, so we praise the hell out of the 49ers. Here is why I actually think the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers. Um, it comes down to a few plays because Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott both do the same thing this year because, again, these are kind of clones, these teams. Uh, they get the ball out. They both get the ball out 2.4. 2.5 seconds, depending on who, what source you use for the timing on that. Uh, but they both get it out really, really quickly. But I think that the 49ers offensive line on the right side will have a problem at least two to four times of giving him his 2.4 seconds. Their left side, Trent Williams is a stud. But from center to right tackle, when you have to protect, I don't think San Francisco is very good. They just... They don't have to all that often because they get the ball out. They throw screens. They get it out really, really, really quickly. But I think there's enough there that Micah Parsons or Tank Lawrence or uh, Sam Williams or Dante Fowler or somebody can get home and you can get some sacks there and you can force a turnover in that way. Uh, and then I think I like your wide receivers against what they have in the secondary. So I think the Cowboys have a better chance to hold up and protect their quarterback a little bit better and make some plays. And I think the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers. Um, I am I am more happy that for the first time since 2021, the Cowboys will potentially, we still got we still got today, we got tomorrow to practice. You know, the Cowboys do a ramp-up practice on Saturday. So that's still, we're not, we're not out of the woods just yet. But for the first time in two years, they'll have their projected starting lineup all playing together in the offensive line. That's That's big. Tyrus Smith has never played with the whole O-line. Yeah, that is that is absolutely huge. So that gives me a little bit more um, ease because, you know, and for this type of team, you you want to be fully loaded. You, you want to have all your studs and all your horses uh, healthy and ready to go. Um, I do like the receivers that the Cowboys have. Um, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup has been having a, you know, having a couple weeks even put some things together where where you can you can you can get those guys outside but you got to make sure because Dak and this offense has gotten into this uh take profit take profit right now right so you're gonna have to dial up some shots and when you dial them up you you have to be right you have to be right in the sense of get off the line of scrimmage and this has been a little bit of my my pet peeve with with TD Lamb this season is his, his at the line of scrimmage releasing has been a little bit poo poo, and and he's usually a guy who's been a good, you know, LOS type of release guy. Michael Gallup has never really been that, but but my my all star receiver, I need him to be better at that. So when those moments come, 
that the, that the release is clean, that you stack up, that you get down the field, and that you make those big plays. And uh, and Brandon Cooks, we need you, buddy. We need you, bud. Uh, <laughs> you got to show up. This is this is the game that you got to show up in this game. And, and you got to just be physical, man. Like, we have to find a way to match the level of physicality with this football team. And I don't, I don't know how, how you, I know how you do it defensively, but offensively, I'm trying to figure out a way, how do you do it? Because nothing as far as the run game comes off as a physicalness, um, just sheer physicalness. Uh, if I can have, it's in the words of great Jason Garrett, if I can have 53 Jesse Hollins. Oh yeah. But you, I'm going to cut the one that I do have. As I'm cutting you, I want 53 if I can have 53 Tyler Smiths, I need I need 53 Maulers. I need 53 dudes who are ready to gouge an eye out, who's ready to – I need Dan Campbell bite a kneecap off. So uh, they have to figure out a way to match the level of physicality for four quarters because mm-hmm. it's, it's going to come down to that. And whoever blinks first, that team is going to be the one that loses. Let's see. What is their average again? It's 3.9 a carry. Okay, so they've been solid. They've been good against the run. I think the Cowboys can run on them. I'm getting too carried away about this Cowboy team. I think you can run on them. I think Tyler Smith has been incredible. Uh, I think Terrence Steele, you'd rather have run blocking than pass blocking. Uh, Zach Martin's stud. but Boy, that's fun. I'm glad I never played offensive or defensive line because it looked like it hurt. Like, and you get tired of, like, pushing each other. Uh but boy, those trenches will be fun to watch. Hargrave and Armstead and Bosa, and you got Tyler Smith and Martin and Steele. They're just going to be smashing into each other. Uh, Cowboys 24, 49ers 20, 24, 20. If the Cowboys get 24 points, that would be the highest point total of the year. The Niners haven't given up more than 23 points all year. So, they haven't played the Cowboys. I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm with you, and then they haven't played the Cowboys. I'm not with you on who will win this football game. Oh, what a coward. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I gave a riveting story on my, my podcast, Unfiltered with Jesse Holly, um, about becoming a man, about, about um, defeating the bully. And for me, it was, it was Uncle Ronnie. It was my uncle. It was my, it was my favorite uncle. God rest his soul. And he was the person that I looked up to. He was a person that I looked at to. And how do you judge your manhood, right? Like, how do you get to that point where you feel like your nuts have truly dropped? And when I was younger, I would do it and like go outside and like talk trash to my uncle. He was a mechanic, so he had those mechanic hands. You know, oh, mechanic yeah. hands are just different. They just the yeah. grip is different, like like a pliers. And he would punch me in the chest real hard and he would send me back inside to my grandmother. And I would go in there crying. And she was like, what, what, what? And she would come outside. She said, Ronnie, why would you do that? He said, Ma, he was out here acting up like he was being a man or not. And she looked at me and she goes, well. And over and over and over, high school. Then I went away to college. It's my sophomore year. I came on back home to old Roselle, New Jersey. And we were in the house. And... Uh, in the basement, to get back up to out of the basement, it's a narrow stairwell. There's basements in New Jersey. No basements here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma and grandpa's house in St. Louis had that. You get the yeah. little tiny narrow stairway that comes narrow out into the stairwell. kitchen. Yeah. So, right, right by the kitchen. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm coming up, and there's Uncle Ronnie at the top of the stairs, and he's coming down. Mm. And I just, and the only way that we're both going to make it through this stairwell is somebody has to turn their shoulder. Yeah. Somebody got to turn their shoulder. 
And at that moment, as I begin to walk up those stairs one step at a time, Jeff Cavanaugh, I decided I'm not turning. I'm not turning my shoulder this time. No, you're not. No. I had found a weight room in college. I was bulked up about 216 pounds, solid, benching, you know, 345, squatting 500 pounds. I'm not turning my shoulder. Yeah, but he's a mechanic. Today's the day. Today's the day I show Uncle Ronnie that I am not turning my shoulder. Oh, please tell me he whooped you. And so Uncle Ronnie's coming down, and I'm I'm coming up, and he's coming down. And we get to the we get to the precipice of who's going to turn their shoulder, and nobody turns their shoulder, and we knock shoulders. Mm-hmm. When we knock shoulders, we turn and we face one another. We're nose to nose, eye to eye, like a WWE wrestling match. And then we lock up, right? And we're and we're like tussling in this narrow stairwell because this is what men do. Yeah. And I get tired of getting bullied. Yeah. I got tired of it. Yeah. And I begin to lift Uncle Ronnie up off his feet. Mm. And I could feel he felt my power. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Jeff Cavanaugh, I felt a tiny poke in my side. Ah, what's that? I looked down, Jeff. During the time that I had Uncle Ronnie and I was lifting him off his feet, Uncle Ronnie reached in his pocket and pulled out his pocket knife. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, he's a mechanic. He pulled his pocket knife out and he yeah. stuck his pocket knife in my side. Didn't puncture me. Yeah. He hurt me. But I let him down, I looked him in the face, and he looked at me in the eye and he said, We're done playing. <laughs> but it was in that moment that I yeah. knew that I knew, and Uncle Ronnie knew I was no longer a boy. Yeah. And you were now he had to, now he was gonna have to kill you if you if now you, you were gonna have yeah. to kill me. Yeah. And he understood that, and I understood that. There was that no doesn't seem like a very fair exchange that he gets no to beat you up back in the house to grandma crying. You but never I, got to. I knew that day that I became a man. Yeah, but you never got to whoop him. I defeated the bully. He knew, okay. and I knew. It can't okay. go to the pocket knife. Yeah, you know, you know, you knew that the day has come. Yeah, the old little Jess wasn't little Jess no more. And you told us all that just to say that the Cowboys are not going. They're going to keep. They're not going to win this game. No, no, they, Uncle wish, Ronnie. I wish, but I wish, I wish the Cowboys that they're going to win this game. They're going to have to look Uncle Ronnie in the face. Yeah, that was a long story to say Uncle Ronnie's going to win again. Yeah, Uncle Ronnie's probably going to win again. They got to they get back in the weight room. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to – I'm taking the Niners in this game. Uh, Niners 21, Cowboys 17. Boo. Yeah, whatever. It'll be a good game. I mean, that's what Vegas says it's going to be anyway. That's fine. I believe it's going to be a good game. I believe it's going to be – I mean, it's yeah, going to be a good game. Just, I just – I don't feel like – I still feel like they've gotten to the point where they can beat the man just yet. Well, they'll beat him in 12 weeks then. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. Okay. What is this? Yeah. Okay. We got to go. Look. Hey, thanks, everybody. Remember, this was presented by Bet Online. I'm sick as hell. I just got off vacation. I'm going to die soon. Um, go team and whatnot. Bet Online stuff. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies and defeat Uncle Ronnie. You just said they're not going. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.